Senator, thank you for coming in. Let's start with the border uh, talks, those negotiations that Kristen was talking about there. James Langford, the Republican who's been key in these negotiations, the way he's described the deal that's coming to light, though text is still being written, is there's uh, the bill focuses on getting us to zero illegal crossings a day, no amnesty. It increases the number of Border Patrol agents. It increases asylum officers. It increases detention beds so we can quickly detain and then deport individuals. They are finalizing the wording, of course, still. Do you think this is a deal you will support? So we have to see what the final details are, and I have to read it carefully, like I do with everything that comes in front of Congress. I have long argued that we need comprehensive immigration reform and we need to make sure that whatever we do is consistent with our values, consistent with U.S. law and consistent with international law. But the real threat here is the one you identified just now, and that is Donald Trump, who says there's a problem at the border, but he wants that problem to get worse, to continue to be a problem so that he can run on it next November. That is another example of Donald Trump trying to put his own political interests ahead of the interests of the United States. He says he's out there cheering for an economic recession, knowing it would put people out of work, knowing it would cost people their savings, but that's what he wants because he thinks it will help him come November. You know, this is a man who puts himself first and puts the United States of America way behind that. If that, if what we heard from Donald Trump trying to tank this deal, if that is what holds Republicans in Congress back from supporting this deal, what does that say to you? You know, it, that really should say to all of us, who do Republicans put first? You know, for a long time, they just put the millionaires and billionaires first. But now it's Donald Trump first. And then the millionaires and billionaires right behind that and then the rest of the country behind that. They're not a party that's talking about how to make things better, safer, how to make our economy grow better here in the United States. They're a party that's all about politics and all about political theater designed to try to flatter Donald Trump. That's not good for our country. In fact, that's a real danger to our country. I wanna ask you about the economy specifically. You just sent a letter to the chairman of the Federal Reserve calling for the Fed to cut rates and also hitting him pretty hard. A part of what you wrote is the Fed's decision to raise interest rates rapidly and keep them high has resulted in higher costs for home purchasers, higher rents and reductions in new home and apartment building. And in this letter, you call the rates astronomical. Do you blame Jay Powell for this? So let's back up just a little bit and get the overview here. First, I wanna give great credit to President Joe Biden and to the Democrats who continued to invest in America and Americans. And what's the consequence of that? We have a strong economy, rising GDP, and low unemployment, doing better than any of the other wealthy nations in the world. So two thumbs up for that. But the problem we've got is that because Jay Powell raised interest rates so fast, it actually has increased costs for families. Look particularly at home mortgages, so that now we've seen home mortgages just explode in terms of the rates, and that increases the cost of housing for families all across this country. It also increases costs for renters. 
because it means that fewer people are willing to invest in building new housing and building new apartment buildings, and that keeps rents high. So I wanna see costs come down for families, and the best way we can make that happen is for Jay Powell and the Fed now to start lowering those interest rates. Do you think, if, if Joe Biden deserves credit, Joe Biden deserves two thumbs up for the, for the handling of the economy and where things have ended up. Do you also think Jay Powell deserves two thumbs up because 23 ended as the year of the much predicted and never materialized recession? I mean, we're talking about the quote unquote very nearly impossible to obtain soft landing when you're in the fight against inflation. Fair enough, but let's look at all the factors that were at play here. One is that Joe Biden and the Democrats made an investment in our people and have continued to with things like the investments now in clean energy, money that keeps flowing into our economy. That made our economy strong. The second is look at the reasons that we saw prices go up. Part of it was supply chain kinks. We finally have begun to unkink those. Uh, rising oil prices, oil prices have come down and going after the giant corporations on price gouging, who have increased their margins in their, their profit margins and said that they were going to use inflation as a cover to raise prices. We now have a government that's gone after them. And that means we've had a stronger economy and more push from the Biden administration to get costs lower for families. The biggest obstacle in the way right now is the Fed with these high interest rates because they are keeping housing prices high. And I should add, they also increase the cost of being able to buy a car because most people have to finance. But so do you think the aggressive the hikes were necessary revert. though in order to even get to where we are now that, is, that, that the top's not still popping off the, when you're looking at inflation? I mean, it's not great, but you know, it could it, be a whole lot worse was the fear. Well. Let's, let's remember on inflation, six out of the last seven months, inflation has been below 2%, uh, which was the Fed's target. But keep in mind, there were a lot of things that were causing prices to go up. Jay Powell and the Fed have just one tool, and that is interest rates. But there are a lot of other things that affect prices in the economy, like price gouging, like supply chain kinks, like whether or not the government is investing in the economy. President Biden used all of those tools. It helped bring prices down. And as I said, what's happening now is the Fed is actually increasing costs for families by keeping those interest rates high. Inflation is down, come on, Fed turn it around and drop those interest rates. Make it possible for a first time home buyer to get out there and get into the housing market. Make it possible for someone to move out of where they are and move somewhere else. Make it possible for us to get more apartments and more rental units. Make it possible for that part of the economy to get prices under better control as well. We've got an important meeting uh, this week, I believe, and also then the big March meeting, which everyone has their eyes on to start seeing potentially a cut in rates. Senator Elizabeth Warren, thank you for your time. You bet. Sarah?